I'm Jemai Webster. On this episode of the Ness in My Story podcast, Andrew Benintendi shares his story about his upbringing in the suburbs of Cincinnati and what it's like to play left field inside Fenway Park. No, I would always joke with my mom. I said, like, Mom, don't worry. Like, I got to see you. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it up to you one day. I would always tell him I was going to play professional baseball. Bouncer toward the right center field area. That's Growing up, the way they raised me the, to be like humble and not arrogant. Benintendi near the wall, leaps, he's hung up, didn't catch it, oh you gotta be kidding me! What we always joke about with my family is that the athletic stuff is from my mom. My mom was a beast in basketball, she's like average in 2020. The Red Sox have won the world championship, can you believe it? I think once, you know, Sale struck out the last guy, um, that was the best moment when everybody's, you know, huddled up on the field. Benny Baseball is the exception to the rule. His meteoric rise through the Red Sox system was as rare as his raw talent. They made me feel like I deserved to be there. and um, You know, they were like, don't change anything, just go play, you're here for a reason. Andrew Benintendi grew up in the small town of Madeira, about 10 miles outside of Cincinnati. Describe your childhood, you know, growing up in Ohio with your two parents, oldest with two sisters. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you? No, it was fun. I mean, uh, from a small town, um, I had about 100 people in my class. So um, small town, everybody knew everybody. It was, uh, you know, still have my really close friends from, from uh, Cincinnati. And no, it was really nice. I mean, just growing up and being able to, you know, hang out with friends and be with family. So it was a good time. Saw you're the oldest of 18 grandkids on your dad's side and second oldest on your mom's side, about seven. What was the responsibility to you as being the oldest, kind of leading the way? Yeah, I got a lot of cousins, so um, a lot of them are similar in age. um, I mean, it was fun growing up, and um, I think it's gotten more fun as everybody's gotten older because, you know, everybody can have a good time together. So um, I never really viewed it as like, oh, I got to lead just because I'm the oldest. Read a lot about your family and the levels of education, the career levels that a lot of them have reached. So I'm curious, how big was education pushed in your family? Now there's a lot of smart guys in our um, and girls in our family, and um, no, it was you know I'd come home and I remember I got my first C in in a class, and oof, I you know they got on me for it, but uh, no, I mean they always wanted me to do well academically, and I think that. Um, no, I would always joke with my mom. I said, like, Mom, don't worry. Like, I got to see you. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it up to you one day. Like, but uh, I would always tell them I was going to play professional baseball. And they, they pushed academics on me, and I think that uh, it pushed me even more. I'm curious, what, what class was it that you got to see in? <laughs> oh, it was like uh, chemistry or something. I don't know. Oh, tough one. Yeah, it was a tough <laughs> Not class. Easy. Yeah. Now, your parents have been there every step of the way from Little League to high school to college to the pros. How significant did their role play into your athletic pursuits? You know, growing up, the way they raised me the, um, to be, like, humble and, um, you know, not arrogant and whatnot. So 
Um, everything that they taught me has gone a long way, and um, you know, I try to you know emulate what they do. So it's it's cool, but uh, no, I think what we always joke about with my family is that the athletic stuff is from my mom, not my dad. I think my dad, my dad played a little college baseball in like D3, so, um, but my mom was a beast in basketball. She's like averaging 20-20. Yeah, so we always joke with, with everybody that my dad had nothing to do with it. It was my mom. <laughs>
at that time, how enticing was the pull to potentially go play for that organization? There was none. I think that, no, I mean, it was a 31st round and <clears throat> I was going to Arkansas, so there, it was going to take, you know, really early um, in that draft to get me to forego Arkansas. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, them you know, throwing me a bone. I, that's what I call it. I think they're from hometown and um, drafting me. But, uh, yeah, I was going to Arkansas the whole time. After turning down the Reds, Andrew starred at Arkansas. He was named SEC Player of the Year and Baseball America College Player of the Year, making Arkansas coach Dave Van Horn proud. He had an incredible year. Uh, you know, looking back at Andrew, uh, you know, got off to a good start, then he was okay. But you could see that he was much better than last year. We saw it in the, in the fall. Uh, a lot stronger, a lot more confident, better defender just really had developed and matured and we knew he was going to have a big year. I mean, could we have, you know, predicted or projected what <laughs> happened? No, I don't think he can do that. Uh, but for him to hit the way he hit and hit for power, hit for average, steal bases, play great defense, uh, just proud of him and uh, what, a, what a great honor, you know, player of the year in the SEC. You led Arkansas, helped lead them to the College World Series in 2015. I'm sure that's a memory that really sticks in your mind. What was that experience like? That was fun. I mean, that's what you play for and getting the College World Series and giving yourself a shot to win. And um, yeah, that was a fun year. I mean, we had to, obviously the SEC has, I think, the best baseball. And um, going through that conference kind of pushed us and made us better. And then um, the winning the Super Regional is funny because we won the Super Regional against Missouri State and Tate Matheny was on the team. So I, I still give him crap about it to this day. You know, getting there and, and being able to experience it with all with everybody, you know, throughout the, the entire season, you know, putting in all that work, it was awesome. That's the athletic part of being a student athlete. But you spent two years there. So what was it like being a student? How much did you relish that experience? I mean, it was it was great. I, I enjoyed it. I think that, um, you know, had a lot of classes with a bunch of, you know, teammates and um, other athletes. So it was fun to kind of meet them and... Um, and from where they're from, and I mean, Arkansas is it's, it's, the diversity there is it's insane. Um, from the track team to like volleyball, there's there's a bunch of you know different backgrounds, so it was kind of cool to see that. And um, you know they, they're on top of you with academics there, it's you know study halls and whatnot. So um, I enjoyed it. The Red Sox finished their year 71 and 91. The season is over. After finishing last place in the American League East in 2014, the Sox consolation was a top 10 draft pick in 2015. With the seventh selection of the 2015 MLB draft, the Boston Red Sox select Andrew Benintendi, an outfielder from the University of Arkansas Fayetteville in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Sophomore season, you have this huge breakout. You're drafted by the Red Sox seventh overall. Walk me through that day. What was it like receiving the call that you're about to live a lifelong dream? I think we had just won the something the day before for baseball, and um, I think we were. This was before the College World Series, and um, I just remember going to the field and sitting in the clubhouse with my parents and um, a couple of buddies, and we were just watching. And I think you know at that point we knew kind of where it was going to fall, um, so. I mean, when it 
name was called and I was just like, all right, let's, I just want to start now. Like, I just want to get after it. I don't know, it was, it was a cool experience to share with my family, but I mean, there it was a bunch of stuff afterwards, you know, phone calls and all these interviews. So um, it was enjoyable for sure. Andrew Benintendi, selected by the Boston Red Sox last year with the seventh overall pick on the Dick Hauser Trophy as the top Division I baseball player in the country. The Golden Spikes Award is the nation's top amateur player. Swings and drives this one deep to right field. And that ball is off the wall. Andrew Benintendi with an RBI double. Just 151 minor league games for you, fast track to the big leagues. Our people kept coming up and saying, well, we think he could play at the big league level. He's ready, I, and we're going to get a first-hand look at this here uh, very soon. When you got that call saying you're being called up, what do you remember about that that sticks out in your mind? Now, it was like 10.30 when I got the call, and I'm like, hey, your flight's at 7 tomorrow morning. You're going to Seattle. And I was in Portland. I was in AA. Um, so... Uh, it's like I'm going to fly across the country. I got like four hours of sleep and um, I called my family and then went and packed and got up and went. I mean, it was, it all kind of happened really fast. So um, looking back, I could have probably enjoyed it a little more, but I was just like, all right, let's go. I'm extremely excited. I mean, it's something I've dreamed of since I was a kid and you know, just to finally be here, it's, a, it's an unreal feeling. He slices that one into left field and a base hit. His first major league hit and a line drive into left field and his family more than a little excited. What a moment for them to be here to see that happen. You were the first person that Andrew called. What was your reaction when you found out your son had been called up to the major leagues? Well, I was probably more excited than Andrew. The folks uh, that know Andrew back home in Arkansas know that it takes a lot to excite the kid. Um, but he was excited for Andrew. You know, any father that has a son that, that gets to this level, that you're just so thrilled for them. But I'd like to say it's just not us because there are a lot of people that have, you know, had a hand in this. You know, he's got tremendous friends. Uh, he's got a tremendous community back in Madeira, Ohio. People have supported him since he was six years old. But there are four people that aren't here today that have been a tremendous influence on him. Uh, my folks, uh, Robert and Sally Benintendi, that he calls Nona No-No. Then Jill's parents, uh, Donald and Doris Brookbank, Mimi and Pappy back in Ripley, Ohio, uh, who he loves dearly. It's about making memories. And for those few seconds tonight, um, and for the few minutes meeting him before the game with my brothers and all of us, those are times that we'll never forget. And it's just a small fraction of our lives, but they're captured for all of us, and uh, it was just wonderful. To finally you know, be there and get get my first hit and you know playing my first game is uh, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, I had a lot of family here yesterday, and it was good to see them, and I'm glad they're here to experience it with me. Fly ball deep down the right field line. That looks like number one deep into the corner. Gone. The first major league home run for Andrew Benatendi. He hits it in Detroit. Was it easy for you to find your voice, find where you fit in in this clubhouse? Yeah, I think that's what I've always said. Coming up in 16, it was, I didn't know anybody because I hadn't been in, in big league camp at all. And everybody was so inviting and made me feel comfortable from the start. So um, that transition was super smooth. and. You know, I couldn't have gone any better, and it didn't take long before I felt extremely comfortable. They made me feel like I deserved to be there, and, um, you know, they were like, don't change anything, just go play, you're here for a reason. And, you know, nobody had an ego, everybody just wanted to win, everybody was in it for each other, so 
that's what made me feel comfortable when I first came up, and I think that's why we were so good. I want to get your thoughts on this moment. ALDS against Cleveland, third inning home run in game one. All your grandparents were there. Your mom shot the video. She had it on her phone, yeah. sent it to you. Benintendi hammers one to right field. This ball's back. It's gone. A home run. Andrew Benintendi makes it 2-1. to one. His first career postseason homer. How significant was that moment for you? That was pretty cool. I mean, my first postseason at bat. And um, I think it either tied the game or gave us the lead. And um, that was exciting. And... Um, obviously, it was my first playoff, so um, I really didn't know what to expect, but the energy was fun. And yeah, that video was pretty cool that my mom shot, and um, and my grandparents, obviously, they've been a big part of my life. And um, growing up, you know, they were always at my games, so it was always fun to go out and visit them, and um, you know, they mean a lot to me. something you kind of just dream about you know robbing a home run and um you know it's a big spot in the game so keep that in the park was big as a member of this organization you're playing a iconic position in left field i mean ted williams carl yastrzemski jim rice all hall of fame guys what does playing left field for the red sox mean to you no it's just special i mean obviously there's all, some big shoes to fill out there and i'm gonna do the best i can to to lock that down and be one of the best outfielders that I can be. Playing next to Jackie and Mookie, they're going to push you. And, you know, they make all these unreal plays, and it kind of makes me want to do that, too. Oh, he caught it! Just trying to be the best outfielder I can be and help the team out there. Line drive, left field, Benintendi coming on, dives! And then he made the catch, he did! He got it! The Red Sox win. I just went head over heels in my chair. Joe just <laughs> fell down. Your postseason defense, it was legendary. Game four of the ALCS, the catch you made on Alex Bregman. Uh, what's the feeling looking back on that biggest catch of your career? By far, the, probably the biggest catch I've ever made. And if I dive and that ball gets by me, we lose. Um, catch it, we win. So it was all or nothing. And I'm glad I could do that. You feel like it was happening in slow motion? Yeah, I mean, he hit it. I'm like, all right. I, I didn't even process the situation, really. I was like, I'm going to die for this. I know I'm going to catch it. If there was any thought that I was going to catch it, I would just you know, try to knock it down or something. But once I decided to go for it, it was going to be game either way. We we're going to win or we we're going to lose. And I caught it, and everybody was pumped. And it's like the one time I've shown some emotion, I guess, on the field. Swing, a line drive, left field. This is back by the wall. Benintendi on the goal. Jumps and makes the catch. A leaping catch by the A.M. Standings out there. Game two of the World Series uh, against the wall there. I mean, you probably use that for your logo moving forward. That was another all-timer for the career of Andrew Benintendi. How much do you lean on your athleticism out there in the outfield? Yeah, you got to be semi-athletic, I feel like. You never know what's going to happen with that wall and the wind swirling. So, um, I mean, that was a top-spun liner. And I was just trying to – the real reason I jumped was because – just in case I was running into the wall, I would, you know, kind of brace it a little bit. But um, I really didn't know where I was, so I could, you know, somewhat luck that I didn't crash into the wall after that. But it was a pretty cool catch. So you kept 2018 as the best team in baseball. What was the most special thing about the journey to the top? All year we were extremely confident. We didn't lose more than three in a row. I think that, you know, once we hit the postseason and once we won that first series, 
we, we started rolling, and um, I think once, you know, sailed, you know, struck out the last guy. The Red Sox have won the world championship. That was the best moment when everybody's, you know, huddled up on the field and everybody's family came on the field. That was that, that special moment. From small town Madeira, Ohio, to left field at Fenway Park, Andrew Benintendi's life has been filled with special moments. His future is bright as he continues to write his baseball story. My Story is part of the Nesson Podcast Network. The home for New England sports.